0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's podcast for Everything is Brand. This week, the team wants to talk to you about whether or not your brand is online enough. Of course, most brands are online and have a website and probably social media. But what else are you doing to bring your brand online? As we go through this pandemic, what's being very clear is that more and more people are expecting the brand experience to be as online as possible since we can't go to offices or go to stores or get together in social situations, more people are relying on all of their interactions and all of their activity to happen online. So are you doing enough? Let's talk. (music) Christian, what do you think?
1: Okay, so my first thought about this would be, how has this whole experience with the virus and self-isolation impacted your brand, right? I'm pretty sure nobody was prepared to face something like this, but have you been able to pivot? Have you been able to handle or translate all your business transactions, operations into this online mode? Right. If you have, that's great. If you haven't, how are you going to prepare to do something like that in the future? How's your communication been? Have you been able to contact all of your clients? Have you been able to translate maybe an in-store service into an online store, for example? And if not, after this whole pandemic passes, is it something that you have in mind or that you will take into consideration? That's the first thing I would think about. Right,
0: and, and I think that you know the reality of it is that we've been kind of forced into this situation now where we have to ask these questions in a lot more detail than we did before. Because before you could kind of get away with it if you hadn't done everything online, maybe that others had done, because there were other channels that were open right. to you. But now with what's going on, the online channel is probably the greatest opportunity. And and that's probably not going to change when all of this is over either.
2: No, I think I think that's exactly it. I think that really we've been slowly moving online or, you know, everybody's been moving at their own pace and what this has kind of forced us to do is really get there quickly. And I think that as a branding agency, we we deal with a lot of customers, clients that really they're caught in their legacy ways a little bit and you know we've been working with them to get them there but they're obviously have been going at their own pace and now we're seeing a lot more
0: people wanting to get there faster yeah do you guys think that brands are struggling right now with what it means for their brand to be online because previously If you took a look at their website, they would put information online and then for their social channels, they would put posts online, maybe talking about activities or a new product launch or things like that. But do you think a lot of brands struggle with what it means for their brand to be online?
3: Oh, for sure. I don't think anybody, like Christian said, the the clients that or the companies that have really had a, a look at this holistically are doing it have been doing it. But most yeah. companies I would say did not take a thorough approach to their sales funnel and and have a touch point on their website or online properties throughout all of it to be able to move somebody from acquisition all the way to conversion at the end seems to be a little bit more easier to do with product. But when you're selling service, for example, a lot of companies did not take a look at that. And I think they're having to look at how to turn that around or how to make sure that at their top of the funnel all the way to the end of the funnel is completely tackled on online on their website. I think the other thing is, a lot of companies are not taking advantage of all the mediums that are out there when establishing this online, right? We, they yeah. haven't taken a look at, they haven't taken advantage of video. They haven't taken advantage of voice, even chat features. A lot of them are just brochure sites of their business, but not fully integrated online for a situation like we're currently in.
0: Yeah. So what, so what are the opportunities that some of these organizations have then if if they've always taken a more, passive approach to their online brand experience, what are some of the things that they can be thinking about during this point in time that can then translate when all this is over as well?
4: Well, it's, it's interesting, because I think that some companies are thinking that they're almost too late to do anything. And, and I don't think that any company brand, even a small business is ever too late to, you know, to get active and, and really change things. In some cases, it, it's simply putting up another page on their website with additional information
2: mm-hmm.
4: or creating a quick microsite or just opening a, another social channel or a social channel if they don't have anything yet. I think that sometimes the things can be quite basic. It doesn't have to be anything overly done and designed and produced to kind of react very quickly and get things online. And then, of course, reevaluate when things start to calm down a little bit and come up with a more of a long-term strategy.
0: How do we consult with clients then on sure that if they've done those kind of basic things, because I think it's easy to, to help people figure out what are some of those basic things that they can do. But for the companies that want to take it to the next level and, and really look at their online presence okay. as a, a primary element of the brand experience, what are some of the things that they can be considering? What are some of the newest things that are happening, the latest trends, the latest ways of bringing the brand online. What do you guys think?
1: Well, I think it's important to look at online or digital not as a separate thing, but as part of how your business model will work. Let's say, for example, law firms, they usually rely on face-to-face contact, right? Mm -hmm. What about integrating a, a, a live chat on their website, for example, to... Maybe just start a conversation with potential clients or a service where they can even interview potential clients over a, a video conference instead of just inviting them to their office, etc. Yeah, yeah and, and to pick up on that point, I think it's, uh, it's also
4: thinking about where this is going to go, you know, three months from now, six months from now. I really think that this pandemic is actually changing the way we live, the way we work. So some of the changes obviously are just immediate changes, but this really should kind of, everybody should pause a little bit and take a look at their business, their brand, and just evaluate like, what could we be doing better? Not just did we fail in this situation, but are there opportunities? Because people will conduct their lives in a different way. Businesses will go forward in a slightly different way. So there, there are new opportunities to actually open either new channels or just do things differently, maybe even, you know, do some uh, reorganization of internal teams or the way the company functions just to really build up that online presence and their position online going forward.
0: Yeah. Some of the, some of the pushback that I've seen is that some brands have tried to do interesting things online and they've run into roadblocks where. they've they've come up against legislation or they've come up against laws or things that kind of inhibit them from completing a really strong online experience. For example, one of the biggest issues right now, and this is not a great subject to talk about, but there's a huge influx of people wanting to redo their wills. And part of the problem with wills is that they have to be kind of validated or authorized. And you can't do that online. It has to be done in person. Well, we're in a situation right now where that can't happen. So a lot of the people who offer those services are kind of going to the government and saying, you know, is there something that we can get in the interim so that we can offer this experience for our customers and people who want to do this in a way that works with the way reality is right now. So sometimes it becomes a little bit of that chicken and egg concept where it's, it shouldn't just be about looking at what works in today's environment in offering brand solutions you should also be thinking about what is possible and then pushing the system a little bit to say you know, what system you need to adapt a little bit to fit what it is that we're trying to offer from a business perspective, from a brand perspective, from a communication perspective, whatever it might be. And even from a legal perspective, I mean, Christian, you talked a little bit earlier about the idea of law firms doing online chats. Well, there may be legislation around that, or they, there may be laws around that, lawyer, privacy. client privacy yeah. included in that. Yeah. So so even though these are ideas and these are options, we have to also look at how How does the system need to change to support it? What else do you guys think about that?
3: That has been historically the issue. I mean, we look at tech companies, the Facebooks, all the social channels, etc. Did the government have all the legislation written up before Facebook came on the scene? No, it didn't. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that sort of stuff gets developed as the technology gets built and as these issues come to the foreground.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. And and if we take a look at What's being offered in all these different areas outside of just, you know, legislative issues or new things that are being brought to the foreground? What else can we be doing to make sure that our brand is online enough? Because I think everyone is online currently, but how do we get them online enough?
4: I think that one of the, uh, the elements is also looking at the infrastructure that will actually support that. In a situation, let's say, where a small business wants to deliver certain things uh, or, you know, make the, their products available, anything like that, you you can just basically put it up on on the website and say, okay, now come shopping, right? All of those things. So, I mean, and that's just for a small business. Obviously, larger businesses, corporations have a much, much bigger strategy around that and build solutions for those kinds of situations, but even larger companies are struggling in a lot of situations right now where they're not meeting the needs that are kind of coming up. So so it's really taking a look at the online presence, but then also what you need to put in place to support that that presence. You touched
3: on a really good point there, Marco, in terms of taking your user through the journey, through that sales cycle. We often do this in our discovery sessions in that we take a look at the audience and we take a look at that user flow. And one of the things that a brand needs to do, you know, when we ask the question, are they online enough is we really need to look at the architecture of their online property and see if all those touch points are taken into consideration. We look at the homepage as being the central hub for all audiences, perhaps at a high level. And then as you navigate through the website or other uh, pieces, uh, digital pieces, you're taking them deeper and deeper through it. That basically you, you then address all your different audiences at those different touch points. And mm-hmm. that, I don't know that anybody has really, there are far and few companies that have really taken that holistic approach to their online properties to make sure that all those touch points and all those audiences are really fulfilled. So there's, uh, we're not talking about scrapping your website. We're not talking about that, but we're really talking about taking a look at your audiences, taking a look at the sales funnel that you have mm-hmm. and, making sure that all of those holes are plugged. Because at the end of the day, your online property is your 24 seven salesperson. That is your always on piece of property for sales. Yeah.
0: And how do we consider the fact that online doesn't just mean external to your customers as well. It also means how you deliver the brand, which is your employees, which is all of the stakeholders involved in your organization. Do you all think that we're going to see a difference in how we work when obviously we're seeing a difference now? Is this difference going to continue through the use of Zoom or Skype or or Google Hangouts? Are are people going to be online a lot more as opposed to in the office? How are we going to deliver on these brands? Does online enough include operating your business as well as selling your business?
5: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's very interesting to also look at this aspect, not only not only consider your brand as something you can offer to public or clients, but also offer your employees and your partners. I think it's going to be very important from now on to make all your resources accessible to your team and partners, a single place where they can access all the marketing documentation, all the marketing material they might need without having to ask anybody or even have to consider the time of day. For instance, as we are living through this pandemic, people have changed the way they work. They work at different times, maybe sometimes very early in the morning, very late at night or during the night, and they can't really ask anybody else in the team to actually provide them with documentation or material. right? So I think it's going to be paramount to make sure that everything is online, everything is up to date, and everything is accessible by your team members and partners.
4: Yeah. I, had a, I had a conversation with a friend of mine uh, just a couple of days ago and he works for, for a large corporation and with what's going on right now, they clearly weren't prepared because his regular hours are 9 to 5 or 9 to 5.30 and he is now working very early in the morning, has to log off between 9 and 5.30 and then has to go back on after hours to, to complete his day. Because the system they have in place is simply not uh, sufficient to support that. So I think that a lot of companies are actually facing that. And and that's clearly something that they'll have to take into account going forward and really make sure that, to your point earlier, it's not just external brand and and the technical support, I guess, but it's also the internal part of it. Can the team actually operate within that environment and use that online tool to really be active and get their work done?
0: Is that going to require different kind of tools? Is that going to require a different set of rules that organizations have both externally and internally to be able to operate better
1: in this, in this online environment? Well, it's not just about the tools, I would say it's even a change of mindset, how the company operates, how the employees or collaborators operate internally and externally. Thinking digital. We've discussed the sales funnel. We've discussed internal and external. We haven't Mm -hmm. talked about communication. So, for example, how is this going to impact brands? I mean, like you said, Brad, probably 90% of the businesses do have a website right now, but is that enough? Um, How are they managing, for example, their thought leadership? How are they promoting the brand, the values, mission, and vision? And about page probably is not enough right now so how is this going to change in the future right even creating a podcast might sound a bit uh, strange for i don't know a law firm or an accounting firm but is that the new norm or is that going to be the new norm in order to distribute the values the information the content that a company can generate other than its expertise right yeah
0: yeah it's, it's a really good point and and even the fact that we're doing this podcast right now over Google Hangouts. So we are not all <laughs> sitting in a room where we're sitting on our computers, looking at each other, talking, having a conversation, having a back and forth, but all in the virtual environment. So it's, it's all happening virtually. And, and more and more, those expectations and that way of working is going to become the norm. I mean, we're doing it now because... We were kind of forced into it and we have to, but it's going to be difficult to go back because there's a lot of, although there's not a lot of advantages to staying in your house day in and day out, there are real advantages to working in this more fluid kind of way. And I think that it will be difficult on some of the good parts of this to go backwards.
2: I think it's also showing us what's really important in life, and 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 as part of businesses. I mean, we're really all forced to kind of strip back a little bit and, and prioritize and decide where the energy gets spent, how it yeah. gets spent, and all that. I think, I think, I think it's a really fascinating time from from that aspect of showing us that you know we used to think we had to have meetings together in a room, but we're realizing you know what, it is okay to do these video chats. We are able to share ideas over over the computer. So I think through all of this we are pulling everything back. I mean, I'm doing that in my life and I'm also doing that as part of the business. And I think it's really, really interesting.
0: Yeah. It's it's a, it's a really good point. And, and the really great thing to come out of all of this. And I think that it was said in one of our meetings this morning, but the thing that is separating us is bringing us closer together. Mm -hmm. And, and it's really about understanding what that's going to mean going forward. So as an organization, when you ask the question, are we online enough? I think you have to look at several different things. Are you online enough in providing information to your customers or clients? Are you online enough in interacting with those customers and clients? Are you online enough in supporting your employees and bringing all of your stakeholders together in a way that allows for flexibility, but also allows for innovation, allows for idea sharing, allows for understanding that not everyone has the same kind of lifestyle. If this situation has done nothing else, it has brought to light some of the holes that were in our system before. And I think that what's happening now is that those holes are being filled very quickly with ideas around how we can do it differently and how we can bring new ideas to the table, how we can bring new thinking to the table, and how we can look at how we deliver our brands in a much, much better way. Obviously online in the past has meant social media and your website and and all of those kinds of things. But now it's starting to mean how we work, how we interact, how we deliver, how we create the supply chain. And that applies not only to service businesses, but to manufacturing businesses as well, because we're seeing that collaboration happen on a much grander scale. When you ask the question, is your business online enough, you have to take all of those things into account because ultimately what you want to do is you want to deliver your brand in such a way that it supports your business, it supports your revenue, it supports your growth, and if communication is a major part of your brand, then you have to think about how you're communicating online. So that is this week's podcast. As always, the Zinc team is happy to bring you our thoughts and our insights, and remember, everything is brand.